Ladies and gentlemen, trans and non-binary punks of all ages and denominations, welcome back to another episode of Not Just a Phase. Thanks for joining us and thanks for being on this crazy planet we call Earth. Unfortunately, Rob is out today with a migraine, so it's Bell here flying solo and asking some of his questions on his behalf. Today, I'm excited to say we'll be honoring Rob's memory, Gone But Never Forgotten, and talking to Christine, drummer and vocalist, power violence band Zulu, whose music has been taking everyone by strides in recent years. Using thematic samples, powerful lyrics, and Christine's hard hits, I've yet to meet someone who doesn't like Zulu. Uh, hey, this is Christine from Zulu, and this track's called Now They Are Through With Me, and you're listening to Not Just a Face. Welcome to the show, and thanks so much for talking with us today. So for the listeners who might not know, uh, just state your name and like what role you play in the band. Uh, my name is Christine. Uh, I play drums, and I also do secondary vocals in Zulu. We usually like to kick it off by asking how you first got introduced to punk rock or underground music. Okay. Uh, it was actually my older brother that introduced me to like rock music and guitar music in general. Uh, he showed me like Paramore and that's kind of like, it opened my eyes to everything. Um, so yeah, it's shout out to him. <laughs> that's a good place to start. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you think there's something other than music that led you to the music you play and listen to today? Like life, outlook, experience or events? I would definitely say like, as a kid, like, I didn't really know how to express myself and how to, like, talk about feelings. Um, and so I always looked to music to, like, find a way how to express myself. And I guess that's, uh, that's definitely, like, a way I can definitely communicate things that I can't say in words. I could say it through music or a song. But yeah, like, just listening to other bands and, like, I guess Paramore, for example, they talk about depression and, 
you know, disappointment and trauma. And I can relate to that. So yeah, that's definitely drawn me to definitely doing music. Yeah, you kind of feel like this music expresses something maybe other places are too scared to talk about and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, where's your band based from? And what is the scene like in your area? Uh, Zulu's based in Los Angeles, but I'm not from Los Angeles. I live in Phoenix, but uh, the LA scene is honestly so sick. Like there's so many great bands out there. The scene in Phoenix, it's it's growing. It it was kind of quiet for a little bit, but after the pandemic, I've seen some new bands coming up. It's really sick to see people rocking out. Yeah, that's cool. You got to watch it grow. What band do you love that you don't think is getting enough attention right now? It doesn't have to be local or even within your genre. Dang. Uh, Probably orthodox from nashville tennessee uh they're they're such a sick live band uh i met the vocalist adam uh when we had our show in nashville and he's like the sweetest guy ever um yeah i'd say orthodox they're so sick check them out yeah that's so sick i actually go to college in nashville and orthodox fucking kills it so definitely if you're listening to this podcast check them out um, oh yeah they just put out a new record it, it's it bumps yeah for sure is um Zulu currently writing any new material right now we actually just finished uh recording our LP like back in April so yeah there's there's new stuff going on nice, nice. yeah when um Zulu's writing music what sort of atmosphere or cooperation is there amongst everyone in the band is it kind of an unspoken collaboration where everyone falls into their own roles or is it like a spitfire of ideas and just the right personalities I guess more of like the spitfire kind of thing it's uh someone would send like a riff into the group chat and they would just like bounce off of ideas um Anaya usually is like the brain behind most of the stuff like mostly the the drum stuff and like Mm -hmm. I just come in and do like fills and figure that out um he's more good at that stuff than I am I'd say (laughs) but yeah it's 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 like a little bit of everybody putting something in as a female in this genre of music do you feel as if you underwent the same journey and obstacles as a male musician or do you think you face disadvantages I definitely face disadvantages uh, like just being a woman in the scene was and still is difficult because uh, it's just like white cis men at shows and they don't really they don't give space for women and people of color and queer people. It's just. Yeah, but. The way I like I figure it is just like you have to make space for yourself, so. At the same time, do you think being a woman and having that kind of like feminine perspective is benefiting your music in a sense? Yeah, because I mean, like I said, it's like just men in hardcore scenes. We need more women's voices in the scene. We need more representation. So, yeah. It definitely kind of diversifies the music you're listening to when like most of it has been from the perspective of a man. It's really kind of fulfilling to listen to something with a little bit more to it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
what are some musical influences you have that people may find surprising? I wrote this down because I feel like I was going to forget some things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so churches, Ariana Grande, Bring Me the Horizon, Knock Loose, Biba Dabubi, Claro, Wallows, Kanye West, Paramore, and Vampire Weekend, just to name a few. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, some of those were really surprising. I didn't expect yeah. <laughs> Ariana Grande or like Vampire Weekend. That's super sick. Do you think that, that comes I love that. through? Yeah. And like the music you write? Uh, not for Zulu, but personal stuff like my own material. Yeah, it definitely comes through. Definitely yeah. Does. I mean, Vampire Weekend has some pretty interesting drum parts. I'm sure that would sound yeah. pretty sick in a Zulu song, regardless if it fits. It would. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could happen. I mean, I'm not going to write it off. of somebody they're looking for like that time in a temple city when they pull you over saying they're looking for a black boy. White people don't have to worry about things like that because they have the white privilege but come you black you have to be worried as a black looking boy even self say you're not black they don't know that because you come black you look black you know you have to be proud of who you are same way so be vigilant, watch yourself, watch your step, watch even the areas that you go to when you pull up in certain areas, scope it out before you get out the car, you know, always be safe, always move safe, always keep your movement safe, watch the ones and ones that you even, you know, holding vibes with too said way, because... Times well, well dread. You know, them don't really give two shits about our life. Babylon's still out there, still raging, still ramping, still killing us. Yeah, man, be careful out there, Galpi. Watch yourself. Always know that Jai's watching over you too. Jai have you in his region, my youth. Is there an emotion you tend to find more inspiration when putting drum or vocal parts to the music? And how do you think different emotions can affect your sound in the piece you're playing? 
with Zulu, it's like about of, it's about like a lot of fear, anger and disappointment, especially in the scene. So like, those are things that I can relate to. And I try to put that in my drumming, like to make it as intense as possible to make people really understand like the pain that we have to go through. And yeah, like it's, it's kind of hard to, hard to me to like write about happier things. Cause like, I, there's so many bad things that have happened in the past, but we could, like, I try to like put it off. Like as like, you know what, we could do this and so can you, so. Yeah, it really works. I mean, clearly Zulu has this message of empowerment and it wouldn't come all the way through if not every instrument was kind of delivering that emotionally and it like really sells yeah. it, which is sick. Thank you. On that basis, Zulu has a very clear message. What sort of space do you guys want to occupy musically and politically? To you, what is Zulu's message and how do you think that can come through in your sound? It's our message is to let people know like hardcore metal rock music in general was created by black individuals and we need to make space for our folks again because in all honesty, white folks have taken over and pushed us out to the point like where we don't feel like we belong. And, you know, we're here to make our sisters and brothers feel comfortable and welcomed and loved. And uh, through my drumming, I like to, you know, if people see what I'm doing, especially black queer women like myself, I would want them to be encouraged to do the same thing too and start a band if they want to. Yeah, it, I just saw Zulu for the first time when you guys uh, played Sound and Fury. And oh, wow. I had been listening and getting that message for so long. And it was something, um, I'm half Lebanese, and it was the first time I have ever seen somebody on stage speak Arabic. And I knew that, like, you guys spoke Arabic and stuff, but just hearing that on stage was just a moment. And so you guys are definitely delivering on that, for sure. That's um, dope. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> so what is your favorite part of performing live? I'd say the crowd, like just seeing people get on stage and jump off and lose their freaking minds. Like when we played Outbreak, we had a sample going before our show and people were just moshing and crowd killing before we even played anything. So like just seeing that, I, I love seeing that. Did you ever expect to your music to get that sort of energy? Like it was 50-50. Like I thought, yeah, like people will rock to it. And then I just didn't think they would rock to it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just wasn't expecting like a huge response like that. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad for it, honestly. What band haven't you played with yet that you'd love to share this stage with? Hmm. Probably cord orange uh yeah yeah that would be so sick 
I know they're doing the whole thing and they're like with corn and slipknot so I don't even know if that's gonna happen (laughs) but I would love it though I'm a huge fan yeah yeah they are kind of they were playing with suicide boys too they're kind of jumping places I didn't expect to see them go with it's kind of cool though they're making huge moves right now it's so yeah for sure yeah if you could see one band do a reunion show who would it be and why or if you want come back to life I would say Gulch, even though they just broke up, but there's there's like like a sick band to see live. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if they can come back, that'd be great. But I doubt it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and of course that yeah. sound and fury, the audio just cut out. So goodbye. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, kind of going back to what we were talking about before. You're talking about owning your space as a woman and a person of color. So how do you navigate a male dominated career path and atmosphere or like prepare yourself mentally or even physically to enter that space? Well, it wasn't easy at first. You know, I felt really out of place, but you know, just like everyone else, I had the right to be present, to be there to enjoy myself. And so I learned that the only way I could be comfortable is to take up space and obviously just be myself unapologetically and you know why should I let like an ordinary man tell me that I can't do this I can't have fun I can't listen to these bands mm-hmm. and uh, yeah like also I have like four great guys in the band with me that you know make sure I'm safe and comfortable and I'm heard so that mm-hmm. also plays a big part in like being in the space yeah I mean that's really liberating especially because space is taken from women and people of color everywhere it's just music should 100% be the last one of those places to be like that um from when you first got into the punk scenes until now what are some of the good and bad changes you've experienced with the community uh good changes would be I guess how inclusive it's becoming. Like I'm seeing more women, non-binary people, people of color, queer people in the scene right now. And they're absolutely dominating. I I love it, I love it. But the bad changes, uh, I'd say there's still a lot of hate in the scene. Um, There's a lot of people that don't really have anything nice to say. And you know, we we can just get rid of them, honestly. So yeah. yeah. I think bands like Zulu and like people representing change, like Maddie from Year of the Knife or Cat from Scowl, uh, it's definitely encouraging the change. The more people see themselves be represented, the more comfortable they are to go out there. And I think that is so important. And definitely your band is playing a role with that, kind of bringing the community together, which is super sick to see. Um, That's very sick, yeah. Do you have a favorite show or tour memory as a band? Um, it would be Outbreak in Manchester. That show was sick. Like the whole day was really sick. Um, there was like, I don't know how many people were there. It was like probably 5,000 or more. It was just, it was crazy. Um, and also Wild Rose in Canada, we, we played with Nakalus and I'm like a huge fan of Nakalus, so that was crazy, crazy dream of mine. Yeah, that's so cool. 
you've been so many places with the band now is there a scene that has kind of stood out as your favorite I'd say California like (laughs) I feel like no other states do it like California like especially San Jose and like Santa Mm -hmm. Cruz it's crazy up there so many great bands and the people are sick and cool so yeah yeah I have never seen more of course domesticated violence than at California (laughs) shows for sure it gets so violent for no reason but I love it (laughs) Exactly. Um, On kind of the subject of violence, if you could punch anyone in the face as hard as you can, no repercussions, who would it be and why? Uh, I have a few people in mind, but I shouldn't say it. (laughs) But I would probably say like Tom Holland or something, only because he's with Zendaya and I'm not. But okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, and also, I I don't know if you watch Euphoria, but uh, Nate from Euphoria, I. Yeah, he's got to go. So Easy hit. <laughs> no questions for. asked. <laughs> in the terms of mentally wanting to punch someone in the face, if you could, what's something you'd want to change about the music industry and its process, kind of how it works? I'd say the amount of control that the artist has over their work. There's mm-hmm. a lot of labels out there that really screw their artists over. And it sucks to see, like, especially Taylor Swift, like she had to re-record all her albums you know she didn't have any rights to her stuff and I feel like that's that's a really bad part about the industry is that we don't really get to be creative as much as we should so I, I wish that we could fix that yeah that's a problem that's been going unchecked for so long and yeah I feel like it's gone to the point where musicians feel like they're signing away their band when they sign to a label and yeah. especially when looking back to the history, it's it has to change, especially because it is people of color even getting the shorter end of the stick when it comes to music. Every artist is getting screwed over, but yeah. everybody's favorite music genre is just uncredited <laughs> to the people it deserves. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, yeah. What music do you listen to that could be considered a guilty pleasure to yourself or other? Pop music. Yeah, pop music. Like, what type of pop are we talking? Like Billie Eilish, Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift. Like, I, that's my bread and butter. Like, I love it. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I love pop music. So you make some pop music, I'm guessing. Well, it's more of like alternative pop. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it has some pop elements in there. Cool, cool. Yeah. What was your album of the year for 2021? Or 2022? Because we're almost done, I guess. 2022? I'm not sure yet. Um, but 2021 was definitely Glow On by Turnstile. Mm-hmm. Album front to back is like a masterpiece uh i say ep for the year though would be the uh, tear in the fabric of life by knock loose for life oh yeah that, it was so sick yeah no it's still still getting bumped yeah. um oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> zulu's music lyrically is even heavier than it's instrumental you stay focused on discussing racism social injustice and the struggles of being an impressive system so i wonder what current issue is the most troublesome to you and how do you think people can work towards solving that problem in music or outside 
Okay. Uh, would have to be the racism in the scene, like right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's tons of people, bands, even like organizations within the hardcore scene, like really don't rock with Zulu or any band that's outspoken uh, about struggles about a person of, of color. And and it really sucks because like I look up to a lot of these bands, but they just really don't like us and what we do and what we stand for. And like, if I said who it was, you wouldn't rock with them either, but it's mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but if everyone can have like an open mind and be more accepting, it it would really help a lot. Like that's all that is to it, you know, just like don't hate on others, you know. That's really interesting. I see Zulu's message is so positive that it's kind of weird to hear that somebody is deflected from working with or like supporting your band. I'm really You'd surprised. Be surprised. Yeah. There's a lot of people in the hardcore scene that don't rock with Zulu or Buggin or Move or any band that's really out, like, you know, outspoken. So mm-hmm. yeah, but I'm not going to drop names, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's undeniable that Zulu has experienced a surge in popularity. What does it feel like to you to have your music gain so much attention? It's fulfilling, honestly. Like I've jumped in this my whole life and just, now that I'm doing it, I'm only 22 years old and I've done things that I didn't even think I can accomplish by 25. So it's so sick. Yeah. What's the next big goal or accomplishment you want to reach as a band? Like a big venue you want to play or a festival you've always dreamed of? Any goal or milestone? I would love to play Coachella or like (laughs) any festival of that caliber like Lollapalooza, Glastonbury or something like that yeah like I would I would love that honestly if that can happen that would be so cool was Zulu or was yeah. it like your pop project both honestly I mean I wouldn't say no to both like, yeah or also playing like late night shows like what Turnstile's doing like that's so cool to me oh yeah or how yeah. Trash Talk was on Eric Andre that would yeah. be so cool to see Zulu on <laughs> the be TV so cool. Yeah, it would be yeah. cool to see you guys just infiltrate more spaces, you know, like you said Coachella, yeah. that would be so weirdly awesome. But it would be legendary. It would be legendary. Like everybody would be like, what the fuck is this? It'd be like Denny's, that iconic. Yeah. Literally, or like Scowl at Sonic. Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So what's new for the band coming up this year? You've got things recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a, a, a tour coming next week, actually, with Move, Buggin, and Playtime on the West Coast, which nice. I'm very excited for. Cool. Um, and then we have a tour in November and December with Off to close out the year. And then uh, next year, we have a couple of things coming, but I can't really say just yet. But yeah. we're going to be really busy in the next year. Neat. Any last shout outs, plugs, or causes you want to speak on? Um. I guess shout out, like, I'm going to shout out my own stuff. Uh, you can <laughs> check out it. my uh, single, Paralysis, on Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to music, it's going to be there. Uh, I feel like alternative music. And uh, Under what name should they look yeah, yeah, up just, on me? Just Christine. They were, they were, this is Christine, period. So oh, cool. Not cool. hard to find. <laughs> but yeah, awesome. yeah, check out my stuff if you want to. Thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
yeah, we hope to have you back in the future sometimes. And I can't wait to stay up to date and see what you're up to. Of course. Thank you so much. Don't let the